All right, everybody, good evening. This is Ron. We are on time. We're going to get started here. A little bit of preliminary stuff, then we're going to turn it over to you. Ariel, I am counting on you to let me know when we have people in the queue. Do we have any okay. yet? Yes. Our first call comes from Jerry. Jerry, please go ahead. Okay, Jerry, do I have a sheet on you or not? No, Ron, you don't. This is Jerry Zabrowski in New Jersey. How are you today? I'm excellent. Good. Listen, I, I signed a 90-day uh, lease with a uh, homeowner who has a mortgage balance of about $155,960.30. But she also has a grant of 12000 that probably is going to be reduced. Now, I have about four people who want to buy this with a, a rent-to-own. Her PITI is about $1,353. I'm I'm selling a house for 173,500 which would net me $5,540. Here here's where my question comes to you. Most of the people right now the most I can get down is 4,000. Should I consider doing an increase in the monthly to get the remainder of that 5,540 or just do a a real quick take the four and turn it over to the homeowners or what do you recommend? Well, Jerry, I don't know. I, I missed your numbers. Didn't you say you owed 154? 155,000. And you're selling it for 175. Yes. 173,5, but they owe, they have a $12,000 grant that hasn't been resolved yet. So 166 then. 167.9, roughly, 168. Right. And that, that the difference is 5,540. What would it appraise but, for? Well, see, that's the other problem. It would appraise for less. It's oh. about, it's it's a little upside down there still. The what would it appraise for? It appraises for 160,000. All right. Well, on a lease purchase or, or uh, easy transfer, with a subject to deal like you're talking about, you could easily get ten thousand dollars out of it. Doesn't matter what it pays for. Yeah, I wouldn't turn it loose for less than ten grand. Okay, that's what that's what my question was. And you think it should be a subject to then? Well, that depends. How are you buying it? Well, I'm not going to buy it. I'm just going to turn it over to somebody who wants to pay that monthly. But you have and to agree to you have to agree to some kind of terms to buy it. What are you going to agree to? Well, I'm agreeing to the remainder of the balance, are which you, is the... All right. Well, I'll say it again. Are you agreeing to buy it subject to? No. Not well, at then, all. No. Then how are not, you agreeing to buy it? I'm, I'm not agreeing to buy it. I'm agreeing to find a buyer. You can't do that, Jerry. You know better than that. You must have it under contract to purchase it in some way before you can go find a buyer or you're violating the law without a license. Okay. Okay. Okay, that's what I wanted to ask you. Yep, okay. So now, right. if you if your seller is okay with it, you just put it under contract subject to, Jerry. Do you know what okay. that means? Yeah, I so I do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now you can just go see what the market will bring. Somebody brings you ten grand, then you can assign them the contract if you want and let them close. Okay. Okay. And you should stay yes. in that. You should help that get done. I mean... If the buyer's clueless, then somebody has to take care of the transactional part of the deal. Yeah, that's the problem. A lot of them are like that. The homeowner is just, they're in a bind because it's a two-story, the house is nice, but the husband uh, 
had part of his leg removed, and he can't go up and down steps anymore. What's the, so total, pay- what's the total payment on it, Jerry? Well, right now it's 167900 with the $12,000 payment. The payment is 1353 okay. So PIPI. See, you see you've got a very reasonable payment on a, on a price yes. that, house that price. So put it under contract. Tell the seller I'm going to plug in a buyer before we close, and I'll let you know when that buyer materializes. Are they okay. currently living in it? Yes, right. Okay. Well, then how's it going to get shown? No, it's not a problem. I can set that up with the people anytime. All right. Well, then that's yeah, what that- we need to do. Put it under contract, subject to. Give yourself 60 days to close. Tell us sellers, I'm going to plug in a buyer before we close. I'll handle the transaction, and I'll keep you posted, but you'll have to show it for me. Okay. And when you show it, just don't talk about numbers. Yeah, right, exactly. Okay. I understand that. That's yep. it. But you got to get it under contract, sir, before you do anything. Yeah, that's not a problem. The people okay. are very flexible. They want to get out of that house. I got it. Yep. If, if I were that's you, I might consider go ahead and closing on it. I thought about that, too. But in, in New Jersey, it's so expensive. Yeah, yeah, okay. New Jersey, changed my mind. Cost your two. Yeah. Five. You know, they don't do anything inexpensive here. Yeah, I got that. Won't you write Christy a note on that? I know. He's on my list. <laughs> Tell you vote for him if you lower the closing costs. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll pay right. him later. All right. Thanks, Ron. You're welcome, sir. Take care. All right. Ariel, are you there? Hello. Yes. Our okay. next call comes from Corey. Corey, please go oh, ahead. Oh, Corey. Okay, Corey, I got some leads on you, don't I? Uh, yes, you do. How you doing, man? I'm I'm going along. It's uh, yeah. turning around, so it's good. Corey's one of our movers and shakers, aren't you? I'm yes. You live in Maine, right? Maine, yes. I don't even want to ask you what the temperature is up there right now. Uh it is. It was 15 when I walked through the. <laughs> Below or above? Uh, above right now. <laughs> All right. Well, which one do you want to talk about first here? I'm looking uh, at me- Sherwood. How about that one? Uh yes, that's the one. Yeah. Okay. Got a hundred so, you guys wanna get something to write on now if you want to write these numbers down or you're gonna be lost here. This one's easy. They want what they owe. Hundred and twenty two thousand, right. right? Yep. So my the question do you wanna do you need to give numbers out or Yeah, I do. Okay. Uh you say it's worth about one forty five. It's got a thousand dollar a month P I T I payment. It is current. Four bedroom, two bath, eleven hundred square feet, and it does need a little bit of work. What does it need? Do you know? And oh, about five thousand dollars worth. Probably paint, just some paint, and okay. the appliances could be upgraded. All right. Uh, and has the seller told you they'd sell it to you for what they owe? Yes. Without paying it off. Without paying it off. Okay, so you can buy this subject too. Yep. The problem that that I've run into because I just talked to. Um, a mortgage uh, broker mm-hmm. and he said the mortgage because their um <clears throat> debt to income ratio is below or it's not it wouldn't work for them to get another mortgage so i'm not sure exactly how to i don't understand you're not paying off this debt whether they get another mortgage or not not your concern and if they can't if they don't want to sell this house because they can't go get another mortgage you can't do anything for them Okay, that's that was because they. I mean, if they want to get another mortgage, this has to be out of their name. Well, then you can't help them. 
Okay. So you let them decide if that's going to affect, uh, if, that's, if that's enough reason for them not to sell or not, but you just point blank tell them, Corey, I cannot okay. get you this loan out of your name right now. And I can't tell okay. you for sure. I can only tell you that the payments will be made and the house will be kept up. Sooner or later, we'll get it cashed out. But okay. if you have to sell, uh, pay off this loan to sell this house, I can't help you. Okay. Couldn't be more clear, huh? Yep. And, okay. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, they're going to wind up coming back to you. If they don't do it now, they're going to come back because they're not going to sell this house needing $5,000 worth of work on it. Yeah, it's, I mean, it doesn't need some work. They just you, want to be out. You might point that out to them. Okay. That they're going to, they got a slim chance of getting this house sold uh, and cashed out needing work when there's okay. hundreds of houses out there on the market that need no work. Actually, there are three houses on that street that are in better condition than theirs. There you go. So, so I yeah. think you're going to get it. But just tell okay. it like it is. Okay. All right. Let's go to another one here. This one is the first duplex that I run into. Um, um, with eight, was it Boothby Street? Boothby. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um. All right. So they're asking a hundred, and you think it's worth a yep. hundred to hundred twenty? Yeah. They only they only have a six hundred thousand dollar payment on it. They don't even know how much they owe. Oh, it's a loan from mother. Okay. That's it's yeah. She's buying it from his mother. And they said yes to a lease purchase. Yep. And it's vacant. Uh, one unit is vacant. The other one is rented. Okay. What's the rent on the one? Seven fifty. All right. So they're both seven fifty. If it was me, I would I would offer to pay the six hundred dollars plus taxes and insurance monthly. And knowing that if one unit were occupied, my debt is covered. That gives you a lot of room for some good cash flow. Okay. So are they going to sell it to you on a lease purchase, or do you think you can talk them into owner financing? Um, I think that they either or, I think. Well, he lives, in, he lives in California, and his parents are taking care of it. So he Perfect. They want so why, it why don't you um, why don't you and I practice and I'm them and you're you and you're convincing me to sell buy it on a owner financing rather than a lease purchase? Okay. Uh, so I went and looked at the I haven't called them yet. So um, I went and looked at the apartment building mm-hmm. the other day and uh, nice talking to mom and dad and they told me that they had owned quite a few different properties in the area and that they sold that one to you and that they're just ready to get out of it. And it sounds like you are too. And definitely interested in, in, um, Hey, stop. You're, you're boring me. Okay. I'll fall asleep. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's turn this thing around. Okay. Let me, okay. let me get this negotiated before tomorrow morning. All right. Okay. You're ready. What's the seller's yeah. name? Ross. Roth, okay. Yeah. Say, so, listen, Roth. I've looked at the property and I'm okay with it. Uh, um, let me ask you something. Would you rather lease this property or would you rather just sell it? Uh, sell it. Okay. Well, I'd rather buy it, frankly, and I can do that with owner financing, which just simply means we have to come to terms here, and our attorneys can create a what are you in a mortgage or a deed of trust state there. Uh, mortgage. Okay, it means our attorney, my attorney, will create a wraparound mortgage to you. So uh, that simply means that I'll pay you the 
$600 per month and be responsible for the taxes and insurance and, of course, all the maintenance until sometime in the future when we get you paid off. How's that sound? Sounds sounds good to me. All right. Well, that's the way I will I will write it up, so let's talk about these terms. You're asking 99.9, which is pretty much the top of the market. What can you do for me to make me really want to buy this property? Uh, by the way, well, I'll pay the closing costs, so let me throw that in. Okay. Well, I'm guessing – I can't remember how much I owe my mother, but I'm guessing I probably owe her about 60 Okay. On it. So what what the least you can uh, sell it to me for me to me for well for raw. Uh, um, ninety, eighty-five or ninety. Well, if I had to choose, I'd take the eighty-five. Okay. Are you saying that's the best you can do? Uh, you know, I'd like to get a little bit out of it. Well, something. you're going to get a lot out of it when I cash you out. Okay. I mean, you're going to get the difference between what you owe your mom and well, whatever you and I agree upon now. In the meantime, you don't have to worry about this place. It'll be mine. All responsibilities of it come with it. And my parents don't have to worry about it. No, and you'll have a mortgage secured on public record, so your your interest is secured. Okay. Uh, I could probably do 80. Okay. All right. Well, I I can probably live with eighty. Uh, I'm. May I assume you'll sell with nothing down? Uh, I'd rather get a little down, just you know to. What's help. a little? Hmm. What about ten thousand? What's your second choice? <laughs> uh, how about um, I don't know. Yeah, I could probably do 5000 Well, and I can tell you, on a price this low, um, I am I don't want to go 5000 That's a lot of money to put into you know, a low-end property like this. I might go a couple on it. Remember, I'm paying the closing costs here, guy. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so how long will it take to get cashed out then? Well, how long can you give me? Longer the better. Uh, maybe I could probably give it, try three years or something like that. Well, the minimum that I'll do any of them for off is five. And five honestly, years. I usually get more than that. So if you give me so five, you... two down, 80000 price, 600 a month principal, uh, I think we'd be okay. And I, mean, I can get this thing closed within the next few days. Okay. That'll work? Sounds good to me. Okay. That works. I'll get you over a simple purchase and sale agreement. You get it back to me, and I'll start the process working. And as soon as we check the title and they can draw out the paperwork, we'll get it done. Perfect. All right. That's it. That wasn't hard, was it? Okay. okay. That was that was easy. And and who made whom the offer? He, he made me the offer. He came up with it. Correct. You made me the offer. So, right. Yeah. All right. Let's go to this next one here. Um, Kelton. Okay. 140 so owed. They want 350, but you think it's worth what? Uh, that that's the one I just I don't under, don't know how to come up with a price because it has a house and a barn on it, but that's not really where okay. the price is at. The price right. is in the land. All right. Well, here's what you do. You try to get them down as much as you can, like I just did. You write it up, and when you're not clear, 
you order an appraisal before you close on it or even move any further so you'll have an idea of what it's really worth. Okay. I wouldn't even tell the seller I'm doing that if I could help it. And the reason why is if the appraisal comes in high, I don't want the seller to be asking me to send them the appraisal. Okay. You follow me? <laughs> okay. Yep. Now, if it comes in low, of course I'm going to bring it up and send them the appraisal. And then we're going to okay. renegotiate, and if not, we're not going anywhere. Okay. Okay, you have a two-bedroom, one-and-a-half-bath, 1,700-square-foot house. It um, looks like it needs no repairs. It's occupied by the owner, and they want it. Uh, nope, renter. A renter? Yep, okay. month to month. What are they paying for rent? Uh, let's see. I think they are paying... Mm, this is 12 and a half acres. On this one. 12 and yeah, a half acres. Hmm. It's been rezoned so that you can have house lots, condos, assisted really? living, and well, it also has a right of way to the river. And in Maine, we have this thing called tax increment financing, mm-hmm. where you get credit for taxes for like 10 years or something in that respect. Well, then um, let's get it under contract. Uh, they said yes to a lease purchase, incidentally. So if he I were did, you, yeah. I'd go the same route we just went, see if I convert them to owner financing. Okay. And so your payment is going to be $1,100 a month, just like theirs is, P-I-T-I, just like theirs is. So all you've got to do is figure out what term and and get them to sell to you when little or nothing down, you're in. And then you okay. can decide what to do after you have it under contract. Before you close on it, you know, you're going to have to talk to some people there to figure out what's the best use of this 12 and a half acres. Okay. Okay. And, Corey, this is probably one you want to get some help on because if you're going to subdivide this thing, that's a little bit more complicated than we're going to accomplish on this phone. Yep. Yeah, I've already I've talked okay. to a little bit about it. Who, who's so. your mentor? Brian and Lynette. Okay, well, good. Make sure that uh, you keep them in the loop here. Yep. But let's get it under contract first because we might have to go back and modify it after the due diligence is done. Okay. All right, last All right. one. You got 151 ask uh, owed. Yep. Worth 195. I don't see an asking price. Um, he still is trying to figure that out. He doesn't really know yet. Well, uh, until he tells you an asking price, there's nowhere to go. Oh, this is another duplex. This is it's got two apartments and then two office spaces. Okay. You sure you want this thing? I don't know. Well, <laughs> it sounds it like, looks pretty good as far as income producing. Well, maybe, but could easily be a golden turd. Could be. I'm trying to figure out what to do with all these units might be more pain and neck than it's worth. But you, you don't go any further. Do you find out what he wants? Okay. And I wouldn't even come this far until I found that out. Did you point blank okay. ask him what he want? I did, and he said, "Well, he hadn't really had a chance to to think about it." And well, what and, should you have said? Uh, well, that was, I probably just said, well, I can't do anything until I get that from Well, them, so. I would have said, well, let me know when you think about it and come up with an answer. Because I okay. can't go any further until you tell me what you want. Are you sure you don't know that okay. answer now, Mr. Seller? Okay. I never get off the phone, Ever. Leaving it hanging in the air like that when somebody says they don't know what they want. 
And you okay. you remember what I'd say if I can't get them to answer. Well, how about a dollar? Right. That'll bring it out. Like really bring it down. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that tonight when I get off the phone. All right, sir. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Thank you. You're welcome, Corey. All right. All right, Ariel. Who's next? Okay. Our next call comes from Robert. Robert, please go ahead. Okay, Robert. Do I have a lead on you or not? No lead, Ron. Just a question for you. Shoot. Um, I have a lease option tenant buyer um, who's been in the property for a little over a year now. She is ready to execute her option. I'm wondering how exactly is the non-refundable option deposit and any um, down payment assistance or rent credit accounted for on the purchase and sale agreement that needs to be drafted up? Do do you own the house? Yes. Okay. If I were you, I'd create a new purchase and sale agreement from you to her. Okay. And I would show the correct purchase price. And then where, where, however much she, money she's given you, you show that as an earnest money deposit that you've already received. Got it. And that's everything, including down payment assistance, rent credits, and, uh, and option deposit. All okay, Everything that applies toward her purchase uh, that, that she's actually given you in cash now, not, okay. rent, not rent credits. Okay. How would those be accounted for or down payment I'm assistance? I'm about to program? tell you. Remember, the bank is probably going to make you prove that you've received this money, and it's okay. got to be real money. So that applies to the down payment. It uh, does not apply to uh, rent credits. It could, however, apply to down payment assistance payments as long as you can document that you've collected that money over and above the rent. Got it. D- did you document it? Yes, yeah. We take copies of all the checks that we receive. But are the checks split into rent? Yes. Okay. Yep, yep, then fine. You take all of them out, and you, you show that you've received that. Now, are there rent credits in addition to that? No, no. I'm just wondering more of a general question um, okay. that is on the future. All right. All right. So that's answer your question. Um, so then, then how would uh, how would rent credits, if that happens in the future, be accounted you, for? You simply lower the purchase price. Lower the purchase price. Yeah. Got it. All right. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. All right. All right, Ariel. Okay. Our next call comes from Sherry. Sherry, please go ahead. Sherry. Hi, Ron. Where do you live? Michigan. Michigan. That's Sherry. Okay. What's on your mind? I have a couple of questions. Um, the first thing is I'm working with a realtor on one particular deal, and so I was trying to um, – this is a lease option, and I was trying to find out, so where does where does his fee uh, go on the contract? Well, first of all, what is a realtor? Oh, you mean a realtor. A realtor. <laughs> okay. So where does his fee go on the contract? Who's preparing the contract? I am. Why? Did, is this a realtor who brought you a lease option buyer? Yes. Okay. No, he bought me. No, no, no. He is the realtor for the seller. Well, who's paying his fee? I am paying his fee. Why would you do that? Uh, I thought it was a good negotiating tool. You did, did you? So, wait a minute. You're doing, are you at least optioning this from the seller? Yes. Whoa. How much is it? How, what's the ARB on the house? 
The ARV is uh, 165. And what is the O? 145. And what are you paying? Uh, 5,000. Well, wait a minute now. You're lease optioning it, right? Yes. Okay. And you're paying a realtor fee now, even before it's bought? Well, I haven't sent over a contract, so I haven't paid anything yet. That's why well, I'm talking about it. Listen, Sherry, we don't. <laughs> when we got a house that's got a 145 dead on it and a 165 R, we don't pay anything to anybody. Okay. Because, you know, you're just going to pay out a bunch of money you're not going to get back. And if you get it back, you're breaking even and you're working for nothing. So if the property's listed, I were you, I wouldn't even buy it until the listing expires or unless the seller can get the realtor to release the listing. And that makes matters worse. You're not even buying it. You're leasing it with an option to buy. Therefore, right. there is no commission. Now, sometimes realtors, I mean, most of the time, realtors will charge a commission to to find a tenant, which is all they've done in your case, but that's a small amount of money. How much did you agree to pay the realtor? Uh, his 3% commission? Not in, a, not in a million years. 3% okay. is what you would pay them when title transfers. Am I, am I correct in assuming that title is not transferring? Right. Well, then there is no commission to the realtor, and if it is a commission to find a tenant, it is a much, much smaller commission. Okay, so if he found me a tenant, then I would pay him how much? Well, I, I, you don't need realtors to find you tenants. It's the seller that would be, that, uh, would be paying the realtor if they found you the tenant. But in this case, they didn't even find you, did they? The realtor, I actually, uh, I actually talked to the realtor. He had the okay, property so, so for they rent. did find you, but okay. you you cannot pay a three percent commission to buy this house. You just can't. Okay. That's five grand, girl. I wouldn't do it. Okay. Even though I'm going to get ten grand from the tenant buyer. Are you going to get ten grand from the tenant buyer? Yes. Do you have one lined up? Yes. Okay, well, that's a different story. When were you going to tell me this? <laughs> Never mind, don't answer. <laughs> Do you have a deposit from your tenant buyer? Not yet, um, because I haven't put the property under contract. Okay, well, put the property under contract then. See if you can talk the realtor down and say, listen, I haven't bought the property yet. You really aren't due a 3% commission. See how low you can get it. Go ahead and write it up at whatever amount you have to pay. But, of course, you're not closing until you get a commitment from your tenant buyer with a deposit. Okay. Make sense? It does make sense. So yeah. what's the most I can pay him, Ron, for this house? Well, that's not something you should be asking me. You should be asking yourself right now. There's no way I'd give him five grand. I can tell you that. Are you buying it subject to? No, I was just going to do a lease option. Okay. Well, then you're going to lease sublease it to your tenant buyer. Right. Okay. You should just tell the realtor, look, I'm only leasing it. If I And I don't know why I'm paying a commission, but I'll pay $1,000, and that's it. I'm not buying it. The realtor's probably going to take it, Sherry. Okay. So now you go ahead and write it up. And, frankly, the commission is not your responsibility anyway. It's the seller's responsibility. So you could just write it up that you're buying it for $1,000 plus the loan balance. 
but then make sure that the realtor actually gets the check instead of the seller. Okay. Got All it. All right. So then I guess the second part of the question is, um, should we be paying retail for houses? You're not paying retail. You're getting $20,000 worth of equity. You're getting great terms. When you get great terms, you can pay a lot more, and sometimes we do pay retail for the property. If you've already got a tenant lined up that will give you 10 then obviously you don't want to lose that. But remember, every dollar of that you have to give the realtors, a dollar's not going in your pocket. Right. Okay, and then so my last question, um, Ron, was, so the tenant buyer told me that he could pay as much as 2500 a month. Um, What's your and the realtor payment? has this property listed for $1,800. So how do I justify him paying me the higher rent? Well, first of all, once you close the lease purchase and give the realtor their $1,000, whatever, they're, they're, they're none, nothing happening with this property is any of their business after that. Got it? And, by the way, a condition of me even doing a lease option is that the realtor gets this thing off of all websites immediately. Okay. I haven't shown the tenant buyer the house yet. Well, then how do you know they want it? Well, because it has everything that they're looking for. Okay. That doesn't mean anything. Uh, so, okay, all right, well, go get it under contract with a $1,000 deposit. Or thousand dollars down, and uh, for the loan balance, you you should use my short form lease option agreement off the Gold Club site. Don't let the realtor bring out a bunch of crap for you to sign. You use my lease option agreement, the short form. It protects you. Got it? Got it. And then once you get that signed, then you can tell the seller that we need to show it to a potential um, tenant, buyer. Okay. And I would not discuss my exit strategy any more than I had to with the seller, and I wouldn't discuss it at all with the realtor. Okay. The more you talk, the more mess you're going to make. Understand? All right. Yep. I wouldn't tell either one of them what I'm up to. I just tell them I'm going to lease option it. Um, I want to show it to a couple of people before I close on it, and I'll pay a thousand dollars for commission. And then you're going to have to figure out whatever the term is. What term did they give you? He said he can go at least six years, but um, he's pretty open to whatever okay. it is that well, I want to do. Then go the six years. What's the payment to the seller, incidentally? The seller wants eighteen hundred a month. On a $145,000 house? Yep. Somebody's smoking something. That's the going rent. Really? The What's the seller's house. payment? What's the seller's payment? His payment is $1,100. That's what I'd offer him. <laughs> Certainly no $1,800 a month, Sherry. But I'm going to get 2500 No, Sherry. I don't care whether you're going to get it 2500 or not. And, and A, I don't believe it till I see it. But I, but I want you to get a good, strong monthly cash flow, and I'm telling you right now, there's no way I'd pay the seller $1,800 a month for rent. Is $1,100 his PITI? Yes. All right. 
I would lease option it for the $1,100 a month until he's cashed out, get at least a five-year term, and give him 1000 bucks down. That's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He'll take it. All right. And remember, you're taking over responsibility for all the repairs. Right. Don't let, make sure they remember that. And you'll, and, pay, so, and you'll pay all the closing costs when we do cash it out. Okay. Of which you're going to transfer to your buyer. Okay. Uh, all right. Use your best judgment when it comes down to negotiating on that rent. I don't want you to lose it, but I don't want you to pay $1,800 either. Okay. Thanks, Ron. You're welcome. All right. Okay, Ariel. Okay, our next call comes from Michael. Michael, please go ahead. Okay, Michael, where you at? I'm in Joplin, Missouri. All right, what can I do for you? You should have two sheets from me. Well, and there's three players. I don't. Don't have them. All right. Well, I faxed them in on Sunday, so I don't know if they got to you in time or not. But you faxed them the in biggest, on Sunday. I should have got them. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. But I don't know whether yeah. they came through or not then, because I sure don't see them. Well, my fax sheet says that they were successfully transferred, and I did them to that eight that fax number that's in the, um, you know, that's on the calendar thing there. So yeah. I don't know. If that's well, the right for whatever reason, I don't have them. So just give me the numbers. Okay, well, they're both free and clear properties. The biggest thing on them is like um, the uh, first one, the asking price, they want 134447 Don't ask me where they came up with that number. That's what they think it'll appraise for also. but you, And the other property is about the same way. The biggest question I have on them is that both of these properties are held by um, Joplin, Missouri, you know, went through the – horrible tornado back in 2011 so a lot of properties are owned by construction companies that are doing builds for sale where people have already collected their insurance and left they don't care sold the property to the construction company so these are owned by property management companies now they both said that they would entertain um, lease purchase or you know owner financing they would take payments for their equity in the house okay um, I got one that's like I said, one thirty four four. That's what he's. That's his asking price for it. What's the R? But, um, probably around one forty, one forty two. Yeah. So well, why do you want that one? Yeah, it's, this is where I'm at because I'm trying to find at least one deal to get me started so that I can. Uh, it's like all the properties around here have been bought up by these these uh, property management companies. So I don't know if I can talk them down on a price or not. But well, my, what kind of terms are they offering you? I haven't had, I haven't called them yet to to find out any terms yet. That's why I'm curious. Well, then, to find then, them. then that's what you do next. If they will so, lease I mean, option or sell them financing to you, all you got to do is ask them the questions right in my scripts. Yeah, right. I assume you'll sell with nothing down, and what's the lowest you can take per month? So not hard, prop- man. Not hard, Mike. Uh, on a property like this, I mean, what would what would I what would be a good deal for it? If I got you know, if I could get them down on a price, let's say it's the R is one forty two, he's asking one thirty five, say. What would it rent for? Um, pr- 
probably in, let's see, this one is in, this is in the Joplin area, so it'll probably rent for about 900 What kind of shape are they in? Brand new. They've just been built for sale. Built okay. for sale. Well, that's good. That works in your favor. So you got to, you, you're going to have to get, if they'll only rent for 900 that sounds very low. But if they'll only rent for 900 man, you need to be in about the 600 bracket or, or less. From them, right. Cause yeah, because you remember, you got to pay taxes and insurance on them. If you're, are you going to buy them with owner financing? I'm going to try. That's what I'm going to shoot for is owner financing. I don't All think right. they'll do subject two because they're management. No, they won't do subject two, so don't even approach that one. Yeah. Besides, there is no loan on them, so they can't do subject two. Right, that's true. That's true. So, Good point. So they're either going to sell it with owner financing or at least purchase it, one of the two. Right, and that's where I'm going to use So, Do you want to sell it or do you want me to rent lease it from you? Okay, uh, there you go. But you got to get that payment down. But remember, when you're buying it with owner financing, now the t- taxes and insurance are on you. Right. Whereas when you're lease optioning it, they're not. So you can pay a higher rent than you can pay a mortgage payment. So if I can't get their payment down, then, then I then I want to push them towards a lease purchase type of a you got to get their payment down regardless. You can't pay right. them more than you can collect. Yeah, because I'm not going to I'm not going to see too much on the back end or the front end of this. It's mostly going to come from the No, spread. you are. You're going to see some stuff. You're going to see at least 10 grand on the front end and you're not going to mess with them. Right. Okay. So if they sell them to you for 134, you can eat in fact, you can easily sell them for 14999 on a, on a lease option or owner financing for that matter. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes sense. That's your whole play. But uh, you get, and, but you need to get that payment down to about six hundred or less. So you you start asking them questions. What's the least you can take per month? Assume you'll sell with nothing down. Blah blah blah. And, and, yeah, just follow the script. Yeah, just follow the script. Then you'll know where you're <laughs> at. They come back to you and say they want a thousand dollars a month rent and twenty thousand dollars down. Then you know you're out. Yeah, call me when you when you run out of people that are willing to do that, and then we'll recall. Yeah, don't be a smart ass now. Gracefully bow out and leave the door open. Yeah, okay, got you. The other one is a little bit trickier because it's a five bedroom, three bedroom in, in what I I used to we used to call them sleeper communities. It's not in any big yep metro area, but it's in between two major. It's in between Joplin and Neosho, which are two major. Yep, metropolitan areas for this. Now again, they want 169, but it, that's over. I think that's higher than the comps in the area that I could find. Well, they're, then tell them that. And that's what I'm going to do. The closest I can get is 160 on comps wise, and yep. it's it's not even. Uh, but I mean, these are brand new houses, so. Well, that helps. I think it helps a lot. I think that's what they're they're betting on on that one. Add that to terms, and you got a pretty easy sale. But you still don't want to pay top retail price. Right. Okay. All right. Well, that's what I'm going to hit him with. I appreciate it, Ron. Thanks. You got it. Okay, Ariel. Who okay. next? Our next call comes from Mike. Mike, please go ahead. Mike from where? Mike from Boston. Hey, Ron. How are you? I'm good. So uh, I got a house. Um, these are the numbers. ARV is at 473. Fair market value four forty seven. Loan balance is three nineteen. What did you just say? Uh, fair market value and the ARV is the same thing, Mike. Well, uh, ARV being fixed up per se. Oh, so After not fixed value. up. Not in bad shape. It needs a little bit of work. It's a rental. Okay. Um, could use some improvement. 
Um, and uh, current bank balance is 319. Our contract price to buy is 430. We are going to buy it subject to with an uh, owner carry back of about maybe 50,000 or something. Now, the nothing question down. here, um, nothing, nothing down. Okay. The question, the real question here is that there's a $50,000 tax lien on the property. Oh, well, wait a minute. What's that make your total purchase price then? Well, the subject to balance is 319, 50,000 for the, for the lien. Okay. So, around three, so the lien right. covers the 50,000. Yes. So, uh, uh, 50,000 is for the lien, not for the seller. 50,000 is for the lien. There's 50, there's a $50,000 tax lien on it. Good. So, so then the you don't down, owe the seller any money. Right. Then you just right. take it well, over subject to and don't worry about it. There is no second mortgage to create. Well, I, uh, the owner would not go that low. If the loan balance is 320 and the lien is 50, that puts it at 370. She wanted a purchase price. She went down to 430. She was originally asking. So she does want. So she does want fifty thousand dollars in addition to the fifty thousand dollar lien. Yes, sir. Well, that's what I ask you. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, what kind of a lien is it? Tax lien. Which tax? Uh, Got to be a real estate tax. We'll have to check that out. So, well, you need to check that out because mm -hmm. if it's real estate taxes, nobody's going to discount it. If it's other kinds of taxes, it might be discountable. Okay. I would certainly want to know that. So if it's, if the it's next question estate, is, is anybody filing for a tax deed sale on it, and are you in jeopardy of losing it because the taxes are so far behind? Yes, I think uh, that's my question. I think I have to figure out how to approach that. And if there's with a $50,000 lien, and if it is real estate taxes, then it's perhaps several years. It's got to be, be a ton of years. Actually. Correct. And somewhere yeah. along the line, somebody can be forcing sale of it. Is that in the process, and is that why she's selling? Right. So we need to find that yeah, out. Yeah, you do. Because if you find out that somebody's trying to force a tax sale on it, her negotiating power just went through the window. Right, and anybody could at any time, right? If one of the one of the tax certificate holders could file for for a sale of this thing at any time, when the appropriate time of the year to do that is. Okay. And she she must be way behind. I mean, she must be ten years back. I don't know why she hasn't lost it up to now. Yeah, um, we're going to have to confirm this number. This is a, a deal uh, my wife and uh, a local coach here are working on, so um, I need to confirm this and get to the bottom of it. Well, first of all, what was the ARB again? Tell me that. 473. Okay. Well, if I were you, I'd put it under contract just like you got it. Then go do your due diligence because you got plenty of room to put this thing on the market with a realtor and sell it and get good good money out of it. Right, right. In is, fact, it, is it ready uh, to sell? It's in good condition. It could use a little work, uh, light work. The partner we're working it with is uh, an investor, realtor, and a rehabber, so she's a good local. Okay. Uh, well, perfect. Let's get it under contract. Okay. Um, you can always go back and renegotiate it later. Sure. I got another quick question if you have time. Yeah. Um, one, this local 
coach, mentor, rehabber has indicated that maybe only in Massachusetts that any lease option deposit uh, given by a buyer, tenant buyer, needs to remain in escrow. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, if you're a realtor. <laughs> okay. Uh, she argues that at closing, if they were to buy it, that those funds need to be on hand at closing. So Not true. 10%. Unless you're a realtor. Okay. And I'm guessing she is. She is recently a realtor. She's mm. an investor first, but she's also She's confused. Okay. Something she's you should always me. check with your lawyer on or a title company, but I'll bet you the biggest what you got up there in Massachusetts. You got big lobsters, don't you? bet you the biggest lobster in Massachusetts that that is not true. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I had uh, I was arguing with her saying that they're never going to get it. Why do they have to keep it in an escrow? You should know better okay. than trying to argue with a realtor. Well, she's an investor first. She's a realtor just to get access to the MLS, uh, et cetera. Well, I think she's wrong. And by the way, that's easy for you to look up. Okay. That's it for me. Thanks, Ron. All right. Why don't you go to Google and type in... Uh, as a real estate investor, do I have to put a a earnest money deposit? Incidentally, it's not a security deposit, which is a total another issue, Mike. Right. Right. That's what I told her. That there was a difference. Yeah. That it's not a security quit, deposit. It doesn't quit, need to be in a bank account. Quit telling her anything. Get an opinion on it, and then put her in touch with that person. Okay. All right. See ya. Thank you, sir. Kate Ariel. Okay, our next call comes from Rodney. Rodney, how, please go. How many do you have in queue? Um, we currently have four. Don't take any more then. Okay. Okay. What is it, Rodney? Good Good evening, Ron, and Happy New Year. And where are you from? Okay, I'm in uh, North Carolina. Okay. What's up? Okay. All right, on the first question, um, I have a lease purchase um, agreement with an owner um, of a property, um, and I'm in, in the process of installing a tenant buyer. Um, we signed on uh, yep. for 90 days uh, with the payments to start in March. However, he's getting a little, uh, you know, antsy and impatient because he's over leveraged. Um, the property, um, the ARV is around 319. Um, he owes 285 and has uh, an adjustable um, line of credit uh, HELOC he has on it for 47,000. So my, my question to you is, what he, when we did the agreement, he initially had paid like a flat fee for an MLS service. And I, you know, approached him about it and, and said, you know, if it's listed with a realtor, I can't do anything until that's resolved. And he said, no, he just paid a flat fee. Um, but we're, right. running into, yeah, we're running into a conflict where I have it listed at one price, and, you know, and, and he has you know, the MLS listed out another and, you know, we're running into, you know, conflicts and, you know, the property was still being shown, you know, without my knowledge. And, you know, I approached him and said, look, you need to refer, you know, everyone through us, you know, to where we can. No, you don't. You know, That's not how you want to handle it. First of all, let's go back to okay. the numbers. Okay. You said he, you mm -hmm. said he owed how much? 289? 285. Wait a minute. Okay. But is, does that include the credit line? Yes, forty-seven thousand okay. of it is a lot well, of credit. Well, then he's not over leveraged. Where did you get that from? 
Um, well, he what he was trying to sell it for, it, it, he's not going to get any equity out, out of it. Um, yeah, that's not over leveraged. You said it was worth three okay. something, so he's not over leveraged. Right. So, so okay. that's that. What are you paying for it? What he owes? Okay. Yeah, what he owes. That's what okay. we agreed upon. Are you buying it yeah. on a lease purchase? Yes, for ten years. Mm -hmm. Do you have it under contract yet? I'm not with my uh, tenant buyer just yet. We're I didn't say with your tenant deal. buyer. Do you have it under contract with your seller? Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now you want to what's – your, what's your problem with your tenant buyer? What's the issue here? Um, the tenant buyer, we're still going through the process of getting them, you know, on the contract. Um, he's being a little, you know, impatient. He's wanting us to, you know, get someone in as fast as possible. We've only had it for like 39 days. Are you talking about the seller? The seller, right. You're talking in circles. I'm having a hard time keeping up with you. Okay. okay. So the seller is getting impatient. Right. So what, what about your tenant buyer? Do you have one or not? Yes, I have one that I'm working with now with a husband and wife, and okay. we're, we're working through the process. But, I mean, he's really, you know, trying to muscle us and pressure us to, you know, to do something as quickly as possible. But we really had until – March until well, then the, what's uh, your problem? You're under contract, you know. Right. Just tell him or he, chill. Yeah, he, he's trying to circ circumvent the process by finding, I guess, uh, other buyers, and he's trying to sell it while it's on. on he contract. can't do that. You need right. to point out to him that he cannot do that, and in fact, right. he might. As, he, you, you need to tell him to get it out of the MLS now, right. because mm -hmm. you have it under contract with an option, and he can't sell it behind right. your back. Right, exactly, and I tried to explain that to him. You know, either, either we re release and you, you compensate me, which I'm trying to figure that out if we have to go that route, um, you know, or he's going to have to wait until the, uh, well, the agreement expires. But wait a minute here. Was it already listed when you put a lease option on it? I, I believe it was with that service. Uh -huh. well, well, then you're the one that's in second position. Okay. The realtor is in first position. And if he, in fact, has a listing agreement on it, you're the one that's got the problem, not the realtor mm -hmm. or him. Okay. So mm -hmm. I don't know what your, uh, this listing he's got on there, if it's an official listing or not. If it's not, then, then it's not listed. Therefore, all of that is moot. Uh, you right. said he paid a flat fee to go in the MLS. Yeah. That indicates right. to me like that it's not listed. Right. No, it's like a $400 fee where right. it goes on. A, then tell him to get it out of the MLS immediately. Because mm -hmm. it's creating problems with you getting it sold, and you think you're just about there. Right. Okay. Okay. Excellent. And then my final question: um, I have a situation with a relative for a property in New Jersey where he has inherited, which was paid off. Um, the R of on it is four hundred eighty-three thousand, and I'm sure that's if it's fixed up. It's a, a Victorian-style home uh, built in 1902. Um, he lost his both parents and he lost his sibling a couple of years ago. Um, she passed away within, in the home. The funeral service, which is located behind the property, approached him and they made him some sort of a real estate contract offer to where they would pay him 100000 to leave. Um, the house was free and clear. And um, he's never seen a hundred thousand. They paid for some taxes that w really weren't even delinquent, but maybe uh Maybe a I can't, I can't answer your question. That involves a okay. total review of all the agreements. Okay, okay, not a problem. I was just wondering if being that nope. thing that transpired, if he had it. Okay, will do. But that, that was all that I had for you, Ron. Thank you. Okay. Okay. All right, Ariel.
Okay, our next talk comes from Teresa. Teresa, please go ahead. Hmm. Where are you from, Teresa? Hello. Hi, Ron from uh, Clearwater. Clearwater, okay. Yeah, how are you? I'm good. What's up? Um, <clears throat> well, I have a general question about a structural uh, business structure. Mm-hmm. I have uh, a few rehabs going right now with several different partners. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know if the best way, because I want to put them in either individual LLCs or individual trusts. Individual land trust, Teresa. Okay. And would that go under one LLC? Depends. Who? I mean, I don't know. You, you, I can't tell you who the beneficial interest is because I don't know who the property actually belongs to and how many parties are involved. Well, it would be under one LLC. Not necessarily. So through the LLC. The LLC could be the beneficial interest in the trust. Mm, okay. As long as the people that own the LLC are the ones that are supposed to get the money. Oh. Okay. And if not, you would want to create a different LLC. If Two, a different no, partner. I would not. Absolutely not. Cost two hundred dollars to create an LLC in Florida, and people are creating too many right. of them when they don't know why they're creating them. Right. You said you had a partner in the deal. Is that correct? Yeah, but he's not on the LLC that I own currently. Did that partner put up the money? No. Then what did that partner do? Uh, that partner is going to be the contractor, actually, and help put together the the deals. Why? Why is a contractor a partner? Um, because then I don't have to worry about whether the contractor is going to bail on me or he's going to get the job done in a certain amount of time. How much percentage are you giving the contractor? 30%. Of the profit? Uh-huh. And that's after he gets paid for his work? Yes. Okay. I just want you to remember that you should never partner with that which you can hire. Okay. So if it were me, I would buy it in a land trust. Mm-hmm. You you are 100% beneficial interest and the mm-hmm. partner is is a partner by consulting agreement. Right. That is the way I do it with all of my PPG joint venture partners around the country except mm-hmm. that they are the beneficial interest, and I am a partner by agreement. And the PPG is what? Um, PPG? Uh, Prosperity Partners Group. Okay. And you would just pay them a consulting fee? No, no. They pay me after the sale 50% of the net profit, but it's as a consultant. The problem with you putting your contractor in your land trust is that he is literally technically on title because they're probably going to want to see the land trust when they sell it. The title company will. And if they mm-hmm. see he's 30% interest, then his requ- signature will probably be required. And if he is not in the mood to sign it, then you are up the creek without a paddle. Mm-hmm. You never okay. you never want to put a partner on title uh, if you don't have to. Okay. All right. And then a land trust would be different. No, that land trust, same cost. thing. Okay. You be the beneficial interest. He has a consulting agreement to do his whatever he gets and gets 30% of the profit. Okay, good. 
And I can get that anywhere on your site or consulting get what? agreement? Land so trust, you can. Consulting, consulting agreement, you got to make up. Okay. Okay. So that can be anything, whatever agreement we make. Right. It don't have to be complicated. Okay. Just. Okay, great. All right. All right, thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, Ariel. Okay, our next call comes from Joseph. Joseph, please go ahead. And from where? Hey, Joseph, this is uh, uh, Joe from Elizabethtown, Kentucky. just had a okay. question about your uh, – so I just became a member of the Gold Club, and I wasn't sure where to find the script to have my VA as well as me fill out the property information sheet. Well, your property information sheets are, are, are right there. So are you talking about the script after that sheet has been filled out? Well, I want to see if there's a script to actually fill it out, or do you just read what that's, it was on no, it? No, that's the property information sheet itself. It is a script. You just okay. ask the seller what the answers are to the blanks right in front of you. Okay. And then I had another question for you. Um, mm -hmm. I got you on the line anyway. Um, I have a property I am – Initially trying to do a subject two transaction, the ARV, uh, initially I thought it was 171. Come to find out through doing a comps after getting it under contract that it's not. However, I'm not sure whether to do subject two or a lease option. Um, and the only reason is because the owner, uh, the husband, will be getting in some, tr some legal issues. Um, without going into all the details. All right, well, give me the math. What's the ARV? Uh, ARV is one set. It's supposed to be 171. What do they owe? Uh, uh, he owes 139. What do they want? Uh, they just want to pay it. Just take over debt. Then debt you want to do it subject to. It's the only way you want to do it. Because okay. if you leave the deed in the seller's name, he might get in trouble and some kind of a lien or judgment come against the property. Okay. That's okay. the way I had planned it, but I just wasn't okay. uh, sure. Then okay. the, Besides, with that much equity in it, you want ownership up of it anyway. You don't want to lease it. Okay. Make sure that deed gets recorded now, because once it's recorded, anything happens to him won't happen to your property. Okay, I got it. Okay. Right, All thank right. you. You're welcome. Ariel, do we have more? Yes, our next call comes from Chuck. Chuck, please go ahead. All right, Chuck, what's on your Hey, Ron, how you doing? Good. Um, I'm, I'm in Maryville, Indiana, and I just have uh, some uh, a couple basic questions. Uh, I'm finding that your techniques are, you know, really advanced, and I'm really interested. But um, the basic question I have is: me and my wife have um, six properties. We have four single-family houses that we rent in in Michigan, and we have a duplex and also a single-family house that we have, you know, rented out also in Indiana. So my question is, we're, we're thinking about, uh, we are going to be selling some of these properties, and we're thinking about doing seller financing or some, uh, you know, lease purchases. Mm -hmm. And the basic question I have is that how how would that be affected by the uh, Dodd-Frank Act? Mm, it wouldn't. You're totally exempt if you own them anyway, and it, you, need, you don't even need to worry about Dodd-Frank. Okay, the second part of the question is, if uh, say, say if we decide to buy some properties and, you know, use um, seller financing or, you know, lease purchases, mm -hmm. uh, how is that affected by Dodd-Frank? Uh, Dodd-Frank has nothing to do with buyers. Okay. 
and it only affects sellers and it doesn't affect you, you're exempt. Okay, the last question I have is that when we start doing things, um, you know, subject to, uh, why doesn't the mortgage, does the mortgage company be, become involved in that at all? Nope. Nope. You just start okay. making payments and make sure the seller's loan number and name is in the lower left-hand corner of your check. Okay, thank you so much. Well, I've got one more thing, though. If you're okay. going to sell, If you're going to sell with owner financing, Mm-hmm. There's a big difference between Indiana and Michigan. Okay, if oh, you sell, right? you bet. If you sell on a loaner financing in Michigan, you better make darn sure it's with a land contract. Michigan land contract. Yep. Okay. In Indiana, you don't want to sell with owner financing at all. You want a lease purchase. Land contract. Because there is no fast way to get it back in Indiana if you sell with uh, owner financing. Lease purchase in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Well, you answered questions that I didn't even know I had. Mm-hmm. Thank you so Probably much. Probably saved you a heap of grief right there, man, because let me tell you what happens if you sell with owner financing in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Let's say you sold it on a wraparound mortgage. Mm-hmm. You had to for- If they don't pay you, you have to foreclose them out. There goes six or seven months. Wow. And then they have a six-month right of redemption. Wow. Okay. All eliminated with a land contract. Okay, well, my promise to you is that uh, I'm going to learn all of, you know, all of your techniques, and uh, I'm, I'm excited. Well, good. Get to, uh, well, get to the boot camp here, one of them coming up here, fast as you okay. can. That's where you're going to get your basic training. Okay, great. All right, sir. Okay, bye. All right, Ariel. Okay, our next call comes from Eddie. Eddie, please go ahead. Eddie, what's on your mind? Hey, Ron. I think Ron, I got a sheet from I'm here, in Yeah, just one from um, okay, Alabama. All right, uh, Alabama. Okay, we got a six. Now I'm from Atlanta. I'm from Atlanta. This property is in Alabama. Okay, then why do you want to mess with it? <laughs> That's what I called in to see if it's even worth the time. Well, they want, they want to get. What are they? They, they owe sixty on it, right? So how can right. they be asking thirty five? No, they're asking seventy five, but then when I asked her what she said oh. for what she owed on it, she said yes. Okay, so she'll well then uh look the geez, the payments on it. What? How much is that payment? Seven forty four. Okay. Your sevens look like twos to me. All right. Well, <laughs> if you got it and it's worth you think it's worth in the eighties? Yeah, was it, well I I can only check Zillow because I don't have an MLS service over there, but Zillow said eighty seven. All right. And it's a 1,300-square-foot, three-bedroom, one-bath house, and it needs no work, right? And and it's a tenant side paying 600 a month. Jeez, that's low. Jeez. So, so the tenant's not even paying for the, the, the 744 payment, huh? Right. She said it was vacant for so long, so she had to try to just get the payment off her back, and she just put anybody right. in there for that price. And she rented it too cheap. Right. All right. Have you seen pictures of this house? Yes, it, it looks pretty nice. It's a brick. It's all brick, and it okay. looks like it's in pretty good condition. All right. She well, said the tenant lease is up now. So. Well, why don't you just uh, send her an agreement to buy it for on subject two for the loan balance? Make sure she pays the next couple of payments, and go ahead and close on it. Closing costs in Alabama are nothing. And then. Uh, put a lease option tenant buyer in it when this one gets out. How far are you from the house? Uh, 
probably like three or four hours. Yeah, quite a distance. So you're going to need boots on the ground there to handle it. Um, but remember, if you buy it subject to, now you can always put it out there and sell it. Let somebody bring you ten grand, take over the debt. Yeah, because it's by some big lake, really big lake over there. Yeah, you you know, you get this thing under contract, probably pay you to go over and take a look at what you're dealing with. You need a trip anyway. You can listen to my CDs on the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks, Ron. All right. You're welcome. Oh, Ron, Ron. Yeah. One more question. Yeah. What would you say is the best list, like, look for term deals? There ain't no such thing as look for terms deals. You're looking for sellers, and then some of those sellers will say yes to terms. One of the best lists that people are talking to me about is out-of-town owners. Okay, good. They seem to be working everywhere. Yes. Okay, thanks a lot, Ron. You're welcome. Ariel, any more? At the moment, there are no callers in the queue. That means we're done then, huh? All right. Okay, well, thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you next uh, month at the same time. And, Ariel, thank you for your participation tonight. So, guys, get out there and get some deals going and keep the keep the letters coming. See you soon.